circle back. I mean, it's not nickelback. I had you just stop the show. <laughs> stop the show. Stop the show right now. We are not talking about nickelback. We come from the land of the ice and snow from the midnight sun where the hot springs flow like episode number 79 of the promo up front podcast. That's right. I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie with me as always the sergeant of swag, the captain of the coffee mug, the corporal of koozies himself, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how are you? I'm doing well, man. I, thanks for the titles. Those were great. Uh, no, I'm doing really well. It's, you know, the beginning of a new year. I'm excited about that. I really am excited about that. Getting, you know, each each year, the turning of the calendar is always sort of exciting, get fresh and new. You haven't, anything you did last year, either whether good or bad, doesn't matter anymore. So um, I get excited for that fresh start. I'm a little tense based on all of the happenings that I'm sure we'll discuss here now. But other than that, I'm doing great. How about you? Doing better on the mend. Uh, I, I think I still have a little deep, deep voice uh, that I don't normally have. Um, and I've got my uh, honey, lemon, and echinacea drops that are nice. hopefully going to prevent me from coughing too much during this podcast. But mm-hmm. finally on the mend, um, awesome. which is good. But, uh, you know, I'm feeling uh, optimistic about things, although we're going to talk about some things that are obviously happening in the world of promotional products here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I'm really optimistic about, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Kirby, thank you so much for knowing to ask. I'm optimistic about some suppliers who've really been uh, very prescient in making sure that they are controlling the supply chain as opposed to the supply chain controlling them. And I'm talking specifically about our friends over at Blue Generation. You know, they control their line from sourcing to production to delivery, and they have plenty of stock right now. Hmm. Every cut, every style, every color. It's there. And I know you're a big fan of their fashion forward approach, Kirby. We've talked about it before. Their untucked collection, really fantastic fashion forward, comfortable at the office, at cocktail hour, in a safe environment, of course. Of course. But I know you're a big fan of Blue Generation and the way they approach not only um, the the aesthetic side of the business, but the entire approach to business and ensuring that the supply chain isn't disrupted. Yeah, I mean, the reality of it is, I mean, we've been talking about it for a while, the Untuck It collection, they, that that particular company, uh, Untuck It, has done a great job of creating a, a, a uh, sort of a genre, and a lot of suppliers have tried to, to mat- match it, and at the end of the day, I think that understanding where the trends are is, is a really important thing for a supplier, and they're on top of that, and the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter if you're on top of trends, if you don't have stock, and so I, that is is super powerful, so I I, I just think that's amazing. Yeah, their untucked collection is absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, we also know a lot of our listeners are going to be in Las Vegas for PPAI Expo next week. So why not stop by and see the good folks over at Blue Generation? You want to see, touch, and feel that dedication to quality fashion forward apparel, also cost effective. Their booth number, write this down. Get your pen, get your ink pen, get your non-inks pen if you want. That would be a pencil. Uh, And put down (laughs) booth number 3243. That's where our good pals of Blue Generation are going to be. 
and uh, write that down. And remember, with all the supply chain issues, which we did talk about, Blue Generation has plenty of inventory on hand. So head over to bluegeneration.com and you can wow your clients with some truly fashion forward apparel like that untucked collection. So Kirby, appreciate you helping me out there. You have the upfront section of our podcast as we kind of re resume our normal operations here. Indeed. Uh, and, and we're both feeling better. So uh, I don't know if there's anything in the world promo to even talk about. So <laughs> boy, you had a tough one this week. Yeah, you know, it's funny. There was about the, the tough one was choosing um, because it's funny because I had an idea of what I was going to talk about for the last week and then yep. the last 24 to 48 hours have happened. Um, yeah. So the reality of it is uh, for those who listen to this podcast, I don't know that you would listen to this podcast and know nothing about the promotional industry, but if you did, um, you know, the biggest trade show of our industry is going to happen next week. I know ASI is happening now, uh, the Orlando show, but the Vegas show is scheduled to happen next week. Um, and, uh, you know, many of us are, I think you and I are flying out Saturday, but the, yep. the education starts uh, Monday, I believe. And so it is the biggest show and lots of shoes all of a sudden started to drop. There's been lots of questions about that. And within the last 24 to 48 hours, several big suppliers have announced that yeah. they're not, um, they, they've opted out, Sanmar, SNS, Logomark, several of those mm -hmm. folks. And then for me, a big one was uh, CommonSkew, uh, sent an email literally today, we're recording this on Wednesday, uh, announcing that they have decided to mm -hmm. cancel the in-person version of SKUCon. They're going to do a virtual uh, version of the event in January 18th. Um, and so the, for whatever reason, the supplier's not showing, you know, I've, I've been to yeah. lots of shows where certain suppliers that I wanted to see weren't there. Um, right. That was a little bit, that was more disappointing to me just because I always enjoy the camaraderie of that group. Right. Um, so I guess I kind of open-ended, um, I sort of have some thoughts about all of this, yeah. as, as you would expect. I'm, I'm sure you do too. So number one, um, you know, what's your take on the folks pulling out? Mm -hmm. um, do we think everything's going to go on? What, yeah. what's your take? So, uh, you know, normally it shows suppliers think you don't show up because you don't go to their booths. So it's a very different thing this yeah. year because they're yeah. not showing up. Um, joking aside, you know, we had our own um, event that we we chose to to cancel. Myself uh, at Brand of Eight, Kelsey Cunningham and I, uh, Soapbox guys, Dan Piggott and Brett Schaefer and Jason Oaks over from Pulse. We had our own event called the Outliers Ball that was going to happen on Tuesday night cocktail hour and so on and so forth. And we decided to cancel that on Monday. And then you just went through some of the cancellations, uh, suppliers pulling out of the actual show, and then a big event like SKUCon um, that's uh, transitioning from in-person to virtual. Um, I think it's a sign of the times. I think each, each company and each uh, individual gathering, you have to make your own decision and you have to decide um, you know, what, what is what you feel is right. I can tell you from what we decided to do at the outliers ball, our decision was based purely on, it just didn't feel right. I even wrote that in the email when I, when I, when, when, when I informed attendees that we were canceling that difficult decisions are exactly that they're difficult because sometimes there's just no clear, right. And there's no clear wrong answer. And so you have to go with what feels right. And for us, it felt right to cancel it. I think that's probably uh, where Mark and Catherine are for over at SKUCon, uh, for a common SKU SKUCon. I, I texted a little bit with Mark today and I know they're crestfallen about it. Mm -hmm, right. Um, and I think every individual company, it's there's no right or wrong decision. I think you just have to make 
the best decision you can make at any given time, knowing things are rapidly changing. We're recording this right now at about 5.15 Eastern time. And right now there are still 779 exhibitors who are going to Expo. That's yeah. changing every five minutes, it seems like. And so yeah. I think I think what I do think about this, though, is a lot of people are looking at this as a, a negative. Wow, people are dropping out and this is bad and this is bad. I think it, it, it it's not great, but it also represents an incredible opportunity mm. for you to find suppliers you've not worked with before. Right. For those smaller suppliers to find it, to reach an audience you haven't been able to before. Mm. And for people to make different connections than they have before. Mm. So it's not going to be the same expo. Don't you, go but in we've been saying that. This. We've been saying that for months. I know that, but I don't think people believe that. <laughs> I still think people are going to show up there going, why does this feel so weird? It's a different expo, but it's, it does. Every challenge uh, also represents opportunity. And I do think this expo represents a great opportunity for small to medium-sized nimble businesses to really make some inroads with their target audience. Yeah, no, I like that. I, and, and again, I, I, um, I think that that is a wonderful way of looking at it. I think your point is a good one. I, I anybody who cancels or pulls out based on their own information, they're both based on their own mm-hmm. gut instinct, their, their yeah. whatever intuition. Um, I'm good with that. What I'm, I'm seeing right now that I struggle with is yeah. the, um, the followers, the, the, the idea that, I mean, it seems like every two minutes, there's a new post on Facebook or promotional products, professionals pages, or any of these yeah. social media gatherings, essentially asking to see who's going. Uh, yeah. I, I, I fielded calls today from several people yeah. saying, so what are you doing? And right. I'm happy to share that I'm going to go. I bought the tickets. I'm excited to, to attend the event. But all of those people, it felt to me like they were looking for someone to make the decision for them. Absolutely. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. People who are online looking for permission yes. to either go or not go, I don't get. Yeah. Be your own individual. It's yeah. totally cool. You don't want to go. You don't feel comfortable going. Please don't go. That's and- great. And stop making these wild, bold prediction, predictions. Oh, it's all going to be canceled in 48 hours, or it's all going to be yeah. this, or it's all, it, it, just stop. Either go or don't go. Um, right. And I mean, honestly, go. <laughs> but yeah. um, it, unless you don't feel safe, and that's fine. But the idea that we're trying to, I don't know, I, this is one of the things of social media that does drive me crazy. If you want to yeah. uh, be there for the experience, you know, I, I, I want to see you there. But yeah. this whole, and I don't think gaslighting is the right term, but it, it, no. it just feels like we're trying to wait for somebody to give us permission of whether or not we can, Look, we can stay home and we, feel good about it. Yeah, we made the decision for the outliers ball because it just didn't feel right. And because of that decision, I've kind of made the decision in Vegas, I'm not going to attend large events. I was going to go to SKUCOM, but now that that's been transitioned to a virtual event, I am not going to go to large events. That's it. I, I, you and I are going to have dinner. I'll have dinner with some clients, some potential clients. I feel much more comfortable in that situation than I do in a room jam packed of people taking on a mask, taking off a mask, sipping on a gin and tonic. I I don't feel comfortable with that. That's my decision. I'm not saying that's right for anybody else. That's the decision I made. And you know what, Kirby? I don't know if you knew this. I made that decision without consulting people on a promotional product. (laughs) Even me. Facebook page. I not even (laughs) ask you. 
so yeah, that's, I think that's my issue. I, I like to see, I saw recently uh, in the last hour, a post from Dale Denham saying, look, we have 450 new people who've signed up in the last yep. uh, day or whatever it has been. Look, folks, and, and I guess this is my only thought about it is I'm at a space right now where I think PPAI needs to have the event. They need to have the event from a credibility yeah. perspective, because yep. I think if, if we get here, if we get here and that gets canceled, I'm going to struggle with credibility that's, of going back. Like, well, that's catastrophic yeah. if that happens. And, and, but I will say this, as much as I don't love the information, that's not the right word. As much as I don't love all the rhetoric on the one side, do I go, do I go, who's going, who's not? I'm not sure I love the, the, the way PPAI is approaching communication either with, Hey, 250 people signed up today or whatever. It, everything feels so panicky right now. Yeah. The show's going to happen next week. The people who will be there will be there. The people who are not going to be there will not going to be there. Just like every other year. I don't my, need to have all this conversation. Well, the only thing I'd say is they're combating something that's already happening. And I would say that the idea of saying, look, that there's new people, it, it creates the social proof that the negative side is looking for. And so the idea that they're saying, look, guys, people are still registering. People are still coming. Everybody calm down and, well, and get out here. So that, that didn't no bother way, me at all. I wouldn't say it bothered me. It just, I'm tired of it. How's that? Yeah. I'm tired yeah. of it. But again, well, I'm tired of all the COVID stuff. <laughs> me too. To defend everybody at PPAI, I don't know I would do anything different. And it's a no-win situation. So right. when you have positive things like that, it probably is good to share them. I just get tired of reading it all. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I hear you. All right. All right. Um, man, I don't even know where we go from there, Kirby. All right. Um, you know, I was going to talk a little bit about, you know, we talked about the silly season in the promotional products industry. It usually is right around this time of year um, where people get promoted, people get hired, yeah. mergers and acquisitions. So I'm just going to run through a couple things just in case people aren't aware. You do not, you, you don't need to comment on them. You can if you want. Uh, we, we know Snugs USA acquired Sweda. That was pretty big news. Pretty big one. I, and again, yeah. I don't know if you want me to comment, but you can. I was that there aren't a lot of um, acquisitions that stop me. Mm-hmm. There aren't a lot that I'm like, oh, and it was funny in reading that that Snugs was actually a, you know, from a the size yeah. of the supplier was actually smaller than Sweda, which I think is one of the reasons it, it surprised me a little bit. But yeah. here, here's my question about that. Why is it and I guess it goes to the same concept. Yeah. Why is it that we always immediately like Snugs just bought a uh, Sweda? Everything's going to be ruined. Like well, I hope I it don't. doesn't ruin Snugs. <laughs> no, I don't. But again, that that wonderful place of fodder, the promotional products Facebook page, right? Yeah. It's immediately. Well, I hope their service doesn't go to shit. Like when Company <laughs> X bought Company Y. Oh, yeah, and like... and and it's like again look at the big picture when there's acquisitions like this, some people are going to lose their jobs. Mm. Okay. That's not great. Okay. Some efficiencies are, or some things are going to be more efficient now. That's good. Some, there's going to be some transition issues. That's going to be challenging because that's just what happens. I don't, I, I just, you know, the problem with social media is it gives everybody a voice and frankly, not everybody deserves one. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, that one's a big one to me. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, Bori Lee from Hub went from uh, Hub to uh, American Solutions for Business as mm-hmm. a regional vice president of strategic operations support. I know Bori pretty well, love him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cap America promoted Corey Sizzell to- Yeah, a lot, lots going on there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
uh, AIA named Rich Berg, senior VP of owner success mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and a slightly smaller one, Coaster Stone acquired buttons galore. And I guess my question is why do we always make these announcements right around January? I mean, I think I know the answer, but I want to get your take on it, please. Yeah, no, I think I, I think it's because generally this is when we are all getting together to discuss the movers and shakers and work, you know, that yeah. I, I guess I, I the thing that surprises me a little bit is that it doesn't happen after. Yeah. Like, like that you'd meet in yeah. Vegas or a, at ASI or all those and then have those interviews and then then there'd be a big right. uh big bunch of announcements the idea that we do it in, in front of it i guess is just so they can make a big splash at the shows so to me i actually am going to go opposite of you i don't okay. know why this doesn't happen in october november so okay. you can kind of have that person on board for a few months mm-hmm. before you hit the big trade show season of of asi orlando ppai vegas asi fort worth so on and so forth my thing is though when they announce it right at the show which a lot of them love to do. Yeah. Man, does it get lost? It gets right. buried. So maybe want to rethink that strategy a little bit. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. All right, Kirby, do you have another topic to regale us with, please? Yeah. Okay. So back to the idea of actually doing the show, right? Oh, um, doing the show. Yeah. So actually, this was in, you know, and you know yeah. this because I'd, in the interest of transparency to the audience, yep. I'd actually kind of given you a heads up that, um, you mm-hmm. know, it's been, a couple of years uh, yeah. since we'd actually done the Vegas show and done preparation for it and packed yeah. for it. And in those two years, life's changed a bit, right? So from my perspective, yeah. packing is going to be different this year too. It's yeah. like, I didn't, we could tell the story someday about how, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't uh, jive with all the hand sanitizer, like Mandy Rudd was into it the last time. Right. Uh, and so this year I'm totally down with the hand sanitizer. So, um, you know, I think there's new things we're going to need to pack. Yeah. So what I thought we could do and with the help, we could help each other. The audience yeah. can certainly throw it in the comments, but what are some like must haves that I'm, I'm desperately afraid that I'm okay. going to forget. So a couple uh, so things. You go first. Yeah, and, if you, and you had mentioned we did chat about this briefly yesterday. We had a conversation about our education session. We were talking about this. So the first thing you need to have are these zinc elderberry gummies, <laughs> kids. If you don't, if you're not taking your zinc, that's what it sounds like. Yep. Your zinc elderberry gummies. If you're not taking that along with your daily dose of emergency. <laughs> If you're not doing that right now for your Vegas prep, you're behind the eight ball. You need to be doing that every day. To me, that's a must. What has changed? So, but that's something I've done every year, right? Okay. Okay. I'll tell you something that's changed though. Um, I actually ordered a pack of 50 disposable face masks. Hmm. Um, I have cloth ones that have a filter I can slide in and out, but those can get kind of gnarly quite frankly okay um so i'll probably alternate between the two but i wanted some some disposable ones that were decent quality that i could just kind of have a couple in my backpack and if one started feeling a little icky and gross uh, i could throw it away now here's a pro tip though i got them in black because n- those those light blue ones or white ones they get so dirty yeah and so nasty so quick so i got black face mask so that's the one main thing um that i've changed that i've never packed up before so okay. I've got others, but what, what, what about you so far? So, so it's funny. I actually do have the elderberry gummies, which I, I would All think right. might actually surprise you, but um, no, you know, I think I've, I think I've hit you over the head with that so many times yeah. over the years. Well, and during, during COVID, I was just mm-hmm. like, when it really, I was like, 
look, you tell me what I need to do to take, I'm in, I want to be as healthy as possible. The addition I would give to you is um, fish oil. I've been taking vitamin D and fish oil supplements. They actually talked about how vitamin D is a something the folks that didn't have COVID, many of them had a higher uh, amount of vitamin D in their system. So I started doing that. And what I found is fish oil actually helps my joints um, with all the walking that, that, uh, and standing on your feet and stuff like that. That's actually helped me when I'm running and stuff like that. So that's, uh, I would add to your, I don't, I don't take fish oil pills, but I do have, uh, a whole half salmon. I just lick in the refrigerator (laughs) a couple of times a day. Does that, does that work? Is that for me? Okay. Awesome. All right. What else you got, buddy? Um, I, I, I do have, uh, you know, I always take to Vegas throat drops. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one that I think a lot of people forget. I take these exact, these honey echinacea lemon ones. Um, I, you, you do a lot of talking. It's such a dry environment. And especially right now getting over this weird mystery virus I've had for the last two and a half weeks or whatever. Um, it's important to me. So you'll see me like I have one in my mouth right now. Mm-hmm. When, when Kirby, I guarantee you, when you and I are doing our talk on Monday, I will have one in my mouth at all times because it just helps lubricate my throat. I, I, I don't cough as much. Um, and it just, it makes me feel better to have that kind of uh, lubrication in my throat. And I know that's kind of a gross saying, but I, it, it's, you, it you said it once I let it go. You say it a second time. I'm almost contractually obligated to make a joke about it, but I am way too mature. Oh, behave. All right. So the thing that I, I've like, yeah. so I've got a, a little setup here at the yeah. office, which is where I'm sitting now. And there's a monitor above me. There's a little plug-in station. And so I don't, and then at my home office, I take my laptop and that's where my actual charger for my laptop is. I am desperately afraid of forgetting chargers and this year more yeah. than ever, because if I get out there and don't have a charger, then I'm totally screwed. So it's like the, the laptop charger, my phone charger, I'm going to take an iPad this year. So the technology, which I'm always pretty pro technology, right? all of the chargers and different cables, yeah. like uh, this, this little dongle that you can't see, which is what I'm going to plug in our podcast microphone. It's like, if I don't have yeah. one of those pieces, everything kind of goes to crap. And so I I, that's, I'm like literally making a list of the charges I'm going to need. When I traveled and I used to travel a ton more than you did. Right. I had everything in my world duplicated. So I, I could literally grab my backpack and go over the last two years, I've pilfered so much from, I've actually <laughs> spent so much time this week doing what you're doing, making sure I have the charger I travel with. It's in there, mm-hmm. making sure that my, my computer charges in there, all those things. So I totally get that. Um, the only last thing I'm going to add is, is, uh, making sure that I have, uh, my AirPods with me. Mm-hmm. I have the last couple of years, I've forgotten headphones and I've had to buy retail headphones. And that mm-hmm. always makes me pain, pain, a lot yeah. of pain there. Yeah, no, that's a good one. And here, you'll love this one. My And my final one is yeah. I'm actually going to take more shoes this year. Yeah, right. <laughs> now you're so, cooking with gas. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I know you take a lot more shoes. I still will not be taking that many shoes, but um, yep. I, well, I want to do some running while I'm out there. Um, I actually am going to take a couple of dress shoes. So I, I, and I want there, I, I just, I historically, am, I try to pack extraordinarily light yep. and that works until it doesn't work. 
And when it doesn't work, it's a real problem. And so I think this year you're going to see me taking extra t-shirts, extra socks, extra shoes. And that's, so that's like, literally I'm, I'm probably overpacking this year, which I never do, but it's, I'm tense about it. And so, yeah. So that's, I always that's do. I, I like options. Um, now for those of you who don't know, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm famous for, but a lot of people know that I take two bags to Vegas. I take one for clothes and one for shoes. I'm not going to do that this year, Kirby. It's one bag. Um, I'm going to be a little so economical. Flipping. We might be flipping. So we yeah. might have to do a little comparison on how many pairs of shoes we actually both brought. Cause I don't think it's going to be as many as normal for me this year. Um, right. Mainly because I don't have a lot of the responsibilities I've had in years past. I'm not mm. manning a booth mm. in, in Vegas. Uh, yeah, so you I've may have just talked me out of it. I may just take one pair of shoes. I, <laughs> I'm, I, I honestly, I think I'm taking only three pair for me now. And literally folks, usually it's seven. Yeah. That's very impressive. Usually it's seven in a weird way. All right, Kirby. I want to talk about banishing some phrases. Okay. Uh, Great conversation, by the way. I enjoyed that. So CNN reported it's Lake Superior University. They release an annual banished phrases list. Okay. Um, They've done this since 1976, the bicentennial year of this great nation. Um, They get suggestions from, uh, about 1,200 people across the, United, uh, across the world. And uh, so these are the phrases that need to be retired. They're okay, tired so they, be- they believe we need to banish this. Got it. Correct. So I'm going to re- I'm going to give you the phrases, and I want your take on yes, no, whatever. This is not the party in the back, by the way. I, but this is, I, I'm, I'm excited about this. This sounds fun. Okay, so the first phrase, there's 10 of them. The first phrase that should be banished in two, 2022 is, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I'm okay. Like that's one that uh, generally speaking, I think is kind of funny, but I, that yeah. it, 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 we celebrate stupidity a lot. And that feels like yeah. one of those times we do. So one person complained, uh, I don't want to wait. That was their, that was their thing. <laughs> Just tell me what you want to tell me. I don't want to wait. Yeah. Uh, that one kind of, again, that doesn't bother me. I didn't yeah. come to mind. Uh, yeah. To me, it's fine. Whatever. Okay. Here's one I'm completely guilty of. No worries. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I respectfully disagree that that should be banished. I think that's one of those things that's like a, a, hey, don't worry about it. No problem. And I, to me, that's like a, that's a, that's an island. That's yeah. an island thing. And so I guess I would say that I am not worried about you wanting me to banish that. Well, the school noted it was a truly meaningless phrase. So that's yeah. why they think it should be banished, that it's been used as a substitute for your welcome, but it's really a meaningless phrase. I'm kind of with you. I, I, I'm guilty of it. Doesn't mean I don't, mind being guilty of it everything um, is a meaning meaningless phrase correct we, we've created meaning for it so all right <laughs> at the end of the day okay i mean to me that's yeah so, okay keep going but that that's well, fine this phrase actually uh it was it's not the first foray on the banished words list kirby it first appeared back in 1999 but yet it still persists yeah. I, I do get annoyed with at the end of the day but not that much it doesn't bother me that much all right that being said, okay. So okay. I guess I guess my only point about that, the nice thing about that would be is you say, well, it is a polite way of saying, yeah, but like I don't, I, I I'm gonna say all that, but I don't agree with you. So that being said, get yeah. out of here. I I agree with you. One of the nominators argued though, go ahead and say what you want already. <laughs> yeah. This. I, I, okay. I have a I have a thought for the end of this. Okay, here's one, Kirby. Asking for a friend. 
I see. I disagree. I think that one's fun. That, like that, yeah, it's, I love use, that one. Yeah, using that like, hey, I, I just um, am I allowed to bring six bottles of vodka in my luggage? Yeah. Asking for a friend. Yeah, everybody knows I what that means. I still get a giggle when people yeah. use it. Pro- yeah. When people use it and I'm not expecting it, absolutely yeah. love it. Totally agree with you. Um, circle back. Circle back. I mean, it's not Nickelback. I had you just stop the show. <laughs> stop the show. Stop the show right now. We are not talking about Nickelback. Okay. Stop the show. <laughs> All right, let's restart the show. All right, Kirby. What's next? Uh, so one of the well, one of the one of the one of the, the school said um, it's a conversation, not the Winter Olympics. <laughs> okay. Funny. Anyway, a okay. uh, couple more deep dive. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with getting rid of that one. I am too. And this is a funny. This is a funny one. So people said uh, diving is for bodies of water. A nominator said, not subjects or materials. Another wondered. Do we need deep? I mean, does anyone dive in the shallow end? <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah, no. And I always think for whatever reason, I go to conferences and it says deep yeah. dive on the screen. And I'm always like, sounds dirty. I'm not going there. Well, I see deep dive and I immediately get glaze eye and tired head because it's such a, a hack phrase to me. Yeah. It's such a, hey man, we're going to do a deep dive <laughs> curing coffee pots. All right. Three more Kirby. New normal. New normal. Yeah, I'm ready for that to be, go away. I'm down with that. Yeah, interestingly enough, I'm agree. I agree. Uh, it was actually banished for a different reason back in 2012. Um, okay. So, but I, I agree. I'm tired of the whole new normal thing. Every day is a new normal, and right. it always has been, and it always will be because things constantly change. Two more. You're on mute. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I'd like for that one to go away because I'd like for people to stop forgetting that they're on mute but it's also yeah. one of those things that i don't know that's to me that's not a phrase that people use unless someone's but, on mute <laughs> yeah well and the, the, the explanation is you said this is self-explanatory so i'm, I'm kind of with you on that one last one supply chain i don't know why we need to get rid of that quite frankly it's a real thing it's a real freaking issue and it's going to be for a while so I don't yeah, get that. I, I respectfully, the adults in the room will uh, go ahead and decide yeah. that you're wrong on that. It's yeah, no um, unfortunately, we're going to be talking about that for a little bit. So and real you quick, want to wrap up. Yes. Yeah. So one more. Mm-hmm. So th- this is one of those like these turns of phrase crack me up. So I actually get lectured about this every once in a while because the, the phrase to be honest, when I say mm-hmm. to be honest, and then people will say, and I've had multiple people Boy, say, you're always well, lying to me. <clears throat> that's right. Can I just say, kiss my ass. Is that, I put that one. Wow. It, yeah. Like, of course, I'm not always lying. You want, you want, you want, to, get, you want to get rid? Of, you want to get rid of kiss my ass? <laughs> Absolutely do not. My ass? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if you were Polly Holiday, who played Flo on Mel's on uh, Alice, uh, she'd say kiss my grits. All right, Kirby. Let's have a little fun here. I want to get to know you a little bit. Okay. Um, all right. So we're going to go to Vegas. Both of us are leaving here in just a few days. You're going to go out to eat a lot. Okay. And so you're going to order a lot of food because you're, you're hungry. You're a growing boy, Kirby. I'm a hungry, hungry hippo. Yes. You are. So I want you to match side dishes with the entree that I'm ordering for you. Okay. All right. So for each entree, I need a veggie and a starch. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be a short game, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. T-bone steak, Kirby. I just ordered you a beautiful T-bone steak medium rare it's beautiful what veggie do you want with it what starch do you want with it um i'm gonna go uh broccoli 
And okay. Uh, I'm I actually yeah with a with a steak I love a really big like French fry you know like it's the French fries. Wrong. The answers were asparagus and <laughs> mashed potatoes. I do love mashed potatoes. So I, all right, you'll you'll hear about mashed potatoes at some point. Oh, I know grilled salmon. <sighs> okay, so so I was supposed to say asparagus last time. So um, then I guess I'd go broccoli with the salmon, right. and um, some sort of starch. I actually think some sort of uh, rice pilaf. I agree. Uh, by the way, and there's no wrong answer. I was just giving okay. a hard time on the first okay. one. I totally agree with you on on the salmon. Um, I would go with asparagus and I'd go with a, a, a lovely rice pilaf. Okay. Pork tenderloin. Okay. So for me, I think pork tenderloin, I would go um, just to mix it up. I think I would probably go green beans and okay. then that's where I, like I would that. do the mashed potatoes and some sort of gravy that nice. would go over the pork and the, I like it. Grilled scrimps. The hell is a grilled scrimp? Shrimp, grilled shrimp. <laughs> Okay. Uh, grilled shrimp. Um, so yeah, I actually think I'm going to go, uh, grilled shrimp. I actually love that over like an angel hair pasta. Love um, that. and then I guess I would go. So veggies, I, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay. narrow window. So you, you can keep in the narrow window. I'm yeah. really just curious. I mean, there might be something here. I say, Oh, that's a, I would, I want carrots with that, which I would yeah. never think of. I think yeah. of you as a green veggie yeah guy. i'm and that's pretty pretty right I, I again i would probably go broccoli with that but to be honest with you shrimp mm -hmm. and pasta my dinner would be shrimp and pasta got it all right fried chicken kirby fried <laughs> common yard bird i actually do like some fried chicken fried chicken is one of those dinners that you i'd, I'd like to eat by myself so that i don't, I don't get mm -hmm. judged how i eat it and it's all over me i understand but that I, that is definitely a mashed potatoes green beans kind of thing for me See, I, I would substitute maybe the, the green beans for corn on the cob. Feels like a really mm. good side with the, yeah, the... If we're thinking summer, yes, absolutely. Pulled pork, Kirby. Tell us how you like to pull your pork. <laughs> okay, so pulled pork, I would do a... Um, there's probably two starches, but uh, mashed potatoes with noodles, noodles, noodles over top of it. Okay. And then, yeah, just a green bean or something like that. I was thinking more of a coleslaw. Like a okay. nice coleslaw on the side, but that's great. All right, three more, Kirby. You're doing great, by the way. You're doing fabulous. Okay. Prime rib. Mm. Love me some prime rib. Um, so prime rib, I'm trying to think. So I actually get prime rib, and when I do, I generally go uh, prime rib, like steak fries, like a big, thick okay. French fry, and then um, the, the broccoli again. Broccoli's like my, it's funny. I, I, I used to. to hate broccoli. Like it was literally yeah. like physically made me ill. And I yeah. switched when I started like working out a little bit more. I was like, I forced myself to eat it. Now it's like a go-to for me. Yeah. For, for the prime rib, I'm going to go a little different. I, I love a good baked potato mm, with yeah. a loaded baked potato with the prime rib. And my side, I want some sauteed spinach and garlic. Okay. But that's just me. All okay. right. Hamburger Kirby. Yeah. Uh, so actually this should be easy. Yeah. So I'd go for, if we're, I think hamburger cheeseburger, I'm thinking summer, I'm going to go corn on the cob with that. And okay. then I would go French fries with that for sure. I, I was actually gonna go baked beans and French fries. Okay. So baked beans, but that's okay. Yeah. I, this is why, you know, we do this. All right. Last one, Kirby whole lobster. <laughs> whole lobster. So it's funny. Lobster is one of those things. I, I get why people like it, but it's not something that I seek out um yeah it's, and, and i enjoy, it's fine but it's not something that i'm willing to pay for i like other stuff better right. so i don't eat it a lot 
Um, I think that would be something I would probably, I love pasta. So I would probably pair seafood with pasta and then really pick your vegetable at that point, because I'm going to focus on the pasta and the lobster. Yeah. For me, the, 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 the veggie would be drawn butter and the starch would be drawn butter. So, (laughs) okay. um, So we're sort of on the same page. We're sort of on the same page, but I'll tell you who's really on the, the, really the right page, especially when it comes to the supply chain, that'd be our good pals over at blue generation. We've talked about it. They have got plenty of stock, every cut, every color, every style. We have that wonderful fashion forward approach and there's no better way to really display that than that untucked collection that they have right now. And again, everything is in stock. They control the supply chain because of this. So we, we joke kind of, you know, what's the most pro- uh, popular promotional product? The one that's in stock. Totally. These are not only popular because they're in stock, they're in stock because they're popular and because they sell very, very well and your clients will love them. So if you're in Vegas next week and you want to see and touch and feel that great quality along with that cost-effective price, head over to booth 3243. If you're not going to be in Vegas or maybe you didn't go to ASI Orlando uh, last week or this week, um, head over to bluegeneration.com, figure out, partner with them. They're going to show you how to wow your clients with some truly fashion forward apparel. Kirby, I believe the next time we'll be doing this, we'll be sitting uh, next to each other, or perhaps I'm in your lap. I don't know, but we're going to be in person (laughs) next week in Vegas doing this. Oh man. Thanks for painting that picture. Oh, behave. (laughs) That's right.